Welcome back, everybody. This is Misty, and I'm joined by... Pastor Linda. All right. Well, we're looking at a new way of uh, doing the podcast. Nothing too drastic today. But each week, we're going to try to do a little update as to what's going on in the world right now and how that relates to the, to the Word of God. And then we're going to deliver a message that we believe is divinely directed message for now. Well, let's start off with the update. A lot's been going on this week, Mom. We've been talking about the four horsemen recently, and we talked about the black horse of famine. You know, and I saw this message early on in the week, and it says that the UK is intending to offer edible bugs in markets. <laughs> Sansbury has become the first British supermarket chain to stock edible insects in a bid to boost sustainable food sources that produce fewer greenhouse gases. I've also heard that they anticipate that the amount of food needed to get to the winter is going to be an issue, and these are supposed to be reasonably priced. <laughs> My gosh, Misty. I know you get your food uh, sent in to you, but uh, for us that go still to the grocery store, you don't have to be a rocket scientist to see what's going on on the shelves. So what would you do, Mom, if you saw uh, cricket burgers on your shelf at Walmart? Well, I'd just see them, wouldn't I? <laughs> well, there they are. It's supposed to be things like, like I said, cricket burgers, mealworms. Isn't that what you feed mm. your chickens, Mom? Yes, I do. I'll pass. Thank you very much. I've also been kind of keeping up with the Jerusalem Post. That's a really good publication to follow, especially if you're kind of monitoring end times news. Not that they focus on end times, but it's important to be aware of what's going on in Israel. Yes. Yeah, so they, well, the Bible says keep your eyes on Israel. Exactly. But the interesting thing is, and this is straight from the Jerusalem Post, Apparently, a senior U.S. officer told the New York Times that there is a new troubling developments involved in Russia's nuclear arsenal. They wouldn't expand on it because of the sensitivity of the matter. There's a lot of things going on right now where Russia is claiming that Ukraine is getting ready to set off dirty bombs, which are like regular bombs, but they're filled with nuclear material. Ukraine is like, why would we set off bombs in our own territory? Um, they think it's going to be some sort of false flag. I think the whole point here is this is the a potential launching point where we're crossing that nuclear line. Yep, yep. Yeah, we talked about the Red Horsemen having a great weapon and that that weapon could potentially be some sort of, of nuclear weapon. And so we've got a lot of, I don't know, we've got a lot of talk going on in Russia about about nukes. And we even heard recently, what did you hear, Mom, about uh, the United States? The government spent $290 million on anti-radiation drugs since Putin declared he was going to send out nuclear weapons. I'd say that wouldn't be happening if they didn't know all, know something. But not just uh, Russia. Keep your eyes on North Korea right now. My gosh, what they're up to in China. But especially the one hiding in the background is Turkey. 
You better be watching out for Turkey and what it's up to. I'll go ahead and apologize for Mom because she is still suffering with allergies and sinuses, so if her voice sounds a little ragged. I heard on the news today about a Michigan Christian physician who stood up and refused to do sex changes on her, on the people, and she got fired for it. Well, now, Misty, I've done, you know, wow. <laughs> what can you say? She so, is standing for the Lord. So much for respect for religious belief. Right? Really? All right, well, that's the major things that we've heard of. By all means, if you've heard of news that is potentially relevant to the word, then share it with us so that we know too, right? Yes, yeah. Amen. All right, but since we have been talking so much about negative things like the four horsemen, all this nuclear stuff that's been going on and um, the food shortages, I feel like God has really put it on my heart to reiterate the importance of being in God's rest. Mm -hmm. You know, we are to know these things because we're supposed to be aware, but we're not supposed to be fearful. Right, Mom? Nope. That's why so many people turn to Psalms 91, Misty. He who dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High finds rest in the shadow of the Almighty. And just like this woman, she's dwelling in that, obviously, because she's standing up for what's right. So what does the Bible say about how we achieve that peace, that, that peace of God, you know, where we, we put our trust in Him? The first thing that we need to do is we need to put God first mm-hmm. in everything. Everything. Everything else is second. God is first. Doesn't matter if your husband or your children does not matter. Your he, career it doesn't matter. It does matter. not matter. He is first. Right. A lot of people, and you know, keep in mind where you have your focus and your attention. What has your priority is what you value the most. Yeah. Yes. If you can't ever talk to God then obviously he's not a priority in your life uh, certainly not number one <laughs> Luke 9 23 and 24 if anyone would come after me let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me for whoever would save his life will lose it for whoever loses his life for my sake will save it what does that mean to you, Mom? Just what you read. I mean, it's clearly evident that he's got to be the priority. The, the, that's all there is to it. Even if it means you lose your life, you're going to find it. Amen. Right. <laughs> With him. Uh, Misty, too many people are not doing that. They're not taking up their cross and following him anymore. They're turning around going the opposite direction, away from God, and they got to get back on track again and get headed toward him again because they're not going to come out of what they're in unless they do right and i want to point out here that it says that you have to take up your cross daily yes what does that mean well that that implies to me that this is not a one and done (laughs) scenario it's like it's not okay i'm taking up my cross i'm following jesus today and i'm good for the rest of eternity no it's there's challenges, circumstances, troubles that are going to come at you all the time, every day. And every day, you, we have to take up our cross and follow Jesus. 
We have to choose him first. Even though there's so much competing for that place, for that first place position. Amen. Amen. How do you tell that somebody that hasn't surrendered that first place of priority to God? Well, they're in constant fear all the time. Concerned about what they see right in front of them, but they don't realize he's the God of the impossible. He's a spirit God. You can't go by the natural. You have to follow him spiritually. Right. Some of the signs that you have not put God first, that you have not put your trust in God, is if you're always unhappy. You're always unhappy with the circumstances. You're always unhappy with a, with a person. You're just somebody that just gripes all the time. You never have any peace. You never have any happiness. You're just always looking for something to complain about. That right there is a sign that you still have firm control over your own life. You've not surrendered mm -hmm. to Jesus. You're outside of God's rest. You have no rest. If you're just constantly worried about this or that or the other, you're not in the rest of God. Well, what does the Bible say, Misty? If you make him in your strong tower, the righteous run into him and they are saved. So, you know, if you're not praying that over yourself every day, you're a victim. You're, you're just waiting for Satan to get a hold of you. Right. He is the strong tower. Run into him. Before you even start your day, run into that strong tower. You are safe. Right, and surrender means that God leads you in every aspect of your life. And don't get it twisted. I don't have everything straightened out. and I'm not running a tight ship over here. There's plenty of areas in my life that need improvement. Anybody that looks at me and thinks that they're going to find an example of somebody that's completely 100% surrendered to God that never falters is going to be sadly disappointed. Well, you know, the Bible says don't look to the, the day ahead or the day ahead of that. Look to the day only because the day has enough troubles. And don't own. look to the past either. <clears throat> yes. The past yes. is done. Yes. Tomorrow will take care of itself. Mm-hmm. Worry about today. Yes. Worry about t every day is new. I guess for me, if you wanted to ask me, I get so grieved. And by what I see going on in this world now, I'm very troubled by it. For me, I cannot understand why anybody would want to cause anybody pain and suffering or to hurt them in any way. I just can't deal with that. I can't deal with, I can't understand it. You know, you just don't do that if you're a child of God. You don't do that to another Christian sister or brother or anyone for that matter in this world. And think you're not going to answer to God for it? Amen. Well, I, I want to take a minute and caution people. Those of you, my brothers and sisters in Christ, that are online. And somebody gets on a forum, asks a question, or expresses an opinion that you disagree with. I see a lot of hate come out of Christians. And it has no place there. Nope. We are not at such a point where we have the understanding of God. Well, who can know him? The Bible everybody, says. Amen. everybody can make a mistake. Everybody mm. can be wrong. Yes. 
we should never get into the habit of assuming that we know. Because there is only one who knows. Mm-hmm. I said that's one of the worst words in the diction, English dictionary is assume. Mm-hmm. You never assume nothing. And you see a lot of people who think they have the answers and run somebody else down, a Christian, down because it, it's like, oh, well, you're, you're obviously wrong and you don't know what you're talking about. We're supposed to be showing love and kindness and demonstrating that to the world. We should certainly be demonstrating it to one another. Yes, and we're supposed to be walking in faith, not by sight. Jesus is coming back, and he's coming back very soon. For those who don't know this, he is coming back very soon. And he's coming back for a church of faith. And without that, you don't please him. If you don't please him, you're probably not on his list. Amen? But the, you know, the peace of God surpasses all understanding. Yes. Guards the heart and the mind, and I can't tell you enough. how When I start my day out with him first, that peace that he gives that surpasses all understanding and guards my heart and mind does. It penetrates me from the top of my head to the soles of my feet. Before I ever start my day, I've done entered into the rest of God. Ephesians 2.10 says for we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works that God prepared beforehand so that we should walk in them we are not our own we're bought with a price Mm -hmm. God has a plan purpose and design for each of us and I think there's a there should be a comfort and a peace in that in knowing that there is a unique purpose just for you mm-hmm. we're not one any better than the other god loves us equally just remember in any movement of the holy spirit jesus has to be the center right that's it we have to remain focused on jesus as the christ and here's another thing that, that can rob you of your peace and you may not even realize that you're doing it we cannot focus on what jesus does all of a sudden the focus becomes deliverance healing prosperity all these other things and then we're like well why god why why god why you know instead our focus needs to be on jesus and who he is you know misty i answered back a reply to a comment last week and i stressed to this person more than anything do not listen to the people talking to you that are around you. You get yourself with God, and you listen to God. That's who you've got to listen to. And if it takes getting in a faith church, to have faith to believe, to pray for you, to, you know what? The first time I ever went to a faith church, I was shocked. These people got down and started praying for me, didn't even know me from Adam. And the next day, I had a breakthrough. Now, I'd just come out of another church that didn't do that. But God sent me to a church that did. It makes a difference, I'm telling you. Get your faith, yourself in a faith-believing church. Yep. And we have to know that Jesus is the absolute truth by which we measure all things. Um, We have to be grounded in the truth of Mm -hmm. Jesus. If you're still running around, worried, carrying on, every day you're just miserable, then you are not in the rest of God. You're not trusting God with your problems. Well, that's true to a certain point. Sometimes God will allow that situation or whatever you're in because he's trying to move you out of it. 
Well, that's true. Yeah. But you got to recognize the difference and know that, you know, it's, God, are you trying to tell me that my season is over in this position or this place, and now you're trying to move me? Well, there's a difference in that and somebody who is just constantly full of worry and anxiety. Oh, yeah. Constantly griping, moaning, complaining to anybody that will hear it, gossiping. I mean, we have to always be open to what the Spirit of God is telling us. That's it. That's it. And sometimes He'll warn you. He'll warn you about people, certain people, and you need to heed the warning. Some people want to hold on to griping and moaning and complaining. Oh, yeah. They find their comfort in it. Instead of their comfort being in God, their comfort is in complaining about everything coming and going. Having somebody to argue with. Well, they've lost their joy, and they need to draw from the wells of salvation. Remember the joy you received when you were saved. You know, how you... You felt lifted up out of whatever your circumstances that he had you in. Now you're suddenly feeling joyful again and full of life. That's why you go back sometimes and you have to draw from the wells of salvation, the Bible says. But, you know, we've done teachings on joy. We've done on mm-hmm. anxiety. Well, I'm going to finish this off today. <laughs> I had somebody say something to me on a totally, I made a comment on somebody else's video who was experiencing a lot of anxiety this person is a christian and uh, there is freedom from anxiety through god i came through it i can tell you it can be done somebody else entirely responded and said well if you came through it then then you didn't have real anxiety whoa <laughs> and i said first i was i responded immediately i said first of all do not assume that somebody does not have real anxiety just because they've trusted God and come through it. It wasn't an overnight process for me. It took me a very long time. And I was having anxiety attacks, panic attacks, um, just uh, riddled with worry. I mean, there were times I thought I was having a heart attack. I was having panic, panic attacks so badly. And I had never had panic attacks before. You know, so... I had uh, a death sentence pretty much declared over me. So don't ever assume that because someone else has had victory that it was an easier road than what you're going through. But take, take confidence from that, that if God will help that one person, he will help you. God is no respecter of persons. The difference is you have to trust. You have to walk with God, and it takes a, a just walk, going at it day in, day out, taking up that cross, amen, every day. And, and sometimes you slip and stumble, but that's okay. You know, that's yesterday's news. Take up the cross again the next day. Put your trust back in God. Amen. All right. Well, that's it for today. We just thank you for those of you that have listened. To the end of the broadcast, and if you can, leave us a comment saying, hey, I listened <laughs> to the end, and we'll we'll say hello to you in the comments. If you haven't, check out our website, IWantToKnowChrist.com. You can leave us comments, you can send us prayer requests, you can even leave a contribution to the ministry if you'd like to, if you feel like God is leading you in that direction. Do you have anything else, Mom? That's it. That's okay. it. All right, guys, we'll be blessed this week. We will see you next week. 
This was week 36. Mm-hmm. We'll see you on week 37. Amen. Amen. All right. Take care, guys. Bye-bye. Bye.